0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Week 17 Orange Weekly Podcast. Uh, your podcast here is brought to you by Rep The Squad. And Rep I'm The Squad is a jersey man. subscription club that lets you rep any jersey you may want. The hundreds of jerseys Rep The Squad lets you switch between your favorite stars and styles of every new life. Adult memberships are $19.95 per month and youth memberships are 16 dollars per month. New jerseys are right fresh, clean, and within two to three business days. Record Denver Broncos all season long with free shipping both ways. You can cancel at any time. Make sure you use the promo code ORANGE50, that's ORANGE50, to get 50% off your first month at RepTheSquad.com. Thank you guys for listening to us all season. This is our final podcast here for the regular season, as the Broncos unfortunately will not be making it to the playoffs. Nevertheless, if you do enjoy what you heard, please subscribe to us. Please get in touch with us through Facebook, through you know uh, iTunes, whatever means you have to get in touch with us. Please do so. We will be back next year, and we're gonna have some stuff in the off season uh, when you know the playoffs are done and the off season kicks off with free agency and the draft and all that stuff. And here at Orange Weekly, we're only about football and football only. We discuss we don't discuss politics. Sorry, we are just football fans. So you won't hear us talk about you know who the ownership group is for the Carolina Panthers and if uh, Vince McMahon's going to bring out the XFL. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about this week's Denver Broncos matchup. Inside the minds of the players, the coaches, and an in-depth look at what you should be expecting this upcoming week. So without further ado, let's bring it in one last time with the Mad Fanatic. Okay guys, welcome here to our last episode of Orange Weekly. I just want to first start off by saying that it's been an absolute pleasure to do this podcast every single week. I've had a great time doing it. Jared's had a great time doing it. Same with Dan. Unfortunately, they're not here with me this week. It is just myself, so... You know, unfortunately, I wish it could have been with me. It could have been a nice closure here, but it uh, didn't happen with this busy holiday schedule. Uh, but nevertheless, let's, you know, let's do as we always do here. Let's let's recap this previous game against the Redskins. Uh, really did not go the way I thought it was going to go. I thought it would be way more competitive. Um, the Redskins just, you know, found the momentum in the second half, and, uh, and Cousins really, you know, he, he found the holes in the defense and he exposed them. Um, you know, it's, it's what happens. The Redskins came ready to play and the Broncos just you know had some mental mistakes that that cost them a lot you know number 1 was probably Brock Osweiler's fumble uh, that was recovered by the Redskins Terrible timing for it. Before that happened, they were you know doing quite well. Anderson had a couple good runs. Osweiler was you know pretty accurate. Like he looked like he could you know manage this game quite well, but it just kind of got out of hand. And Washington scored after the fumble. Then Osweiler threw that big interception to DJ Swearinger because he was getting pressured by Ryan Kerrigan. And then you know at the end of the half, McKenzie's mental mistake of staying in bounds instead of going out of bounds to stop the clock. It just a lot of these things just sort of happened and, and it killed the momentum and killed the energy of the game for the Broncos that's in the second half though they came up with a big interception the end zone really good moment but nothing happened and then after that cousins you know he just went off and uh, that's that's what happened unfortunately it's kind of like the story of the season this upcoming game here against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs I don't see it as necessarily a Great opportunity here for the Broncos. Um, I do believe that uh, Kansas City might have an advantage, but you know we're going to discuss this a little bit further in the next couple minutes. Um, nevertheless, you know the, the end of the season is is kind of reflective of how the rest of the season went. It's the reality of sports and, and professional sports. So not every year is going to go the way we want it to go, and not every team is going to win every year either. You know th- these things happen, and it's about how you bounce back versus how you react to it and what's going on in the moment. Uh, Vince Joseph should be back for next year. I'm sure he's going to bring a lot of changes to this team. I think a lot of things need to be changed. The number one priority is definitely fixing this quarterback carousel Um, it's really not looking good Um, apparently Paxton Lynch is supposed to be the starter here for this last game they're going to get one last look of him before the the seasons out and uh, also on the Kansas City side uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to make his first regular season start here as as a rookie quarterback they're resting Alex Smith so you know we might look at that as a positive here against the Broncos defense who ranked number one and number you know the top five or a number of categories but at the same time Nobody has film on this man and he's been practicing all year getting ready Probably for this game, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna go lights out here. He's got to make a really good show. So it's gonna be a challenge to to play against him, really. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens. Two young quarterbacks going at it. Um, you know, the the outcome of this game doesn't really seem to have any impact on on you know the results of the season. So it's really again about player valuation and who wants to sit stay on this team. You know, who are the coach is gonna keep. If McKenzie makes mistakes like he did in this game, he could be a player that goes. You know, I don't think Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon are going to be on this team next year. Um, If they do, it's going to be strictly back up after they find a good starting quarterback. And like we mentioned last week, I do think that Kirk Cousins could be a very viable option for the Broncos if he becomes available in free agency. I think John Elway's got to make a move for him. He might have to release a player or two to, to make that sort of salary cap space to fit, you know, this man's monster contract he's going to get. But nevertheless, he has proven that he's a winner. Um, <clears throat> I read a quick article about his last game against here against uh, the Broncos, and he said that it, early in the game he didn't think that he was going to be able to get over 100 yards passing and and just as a whole offense against the Broncos defense. That's how promising this Broncos defense is and has been all year. And for Kirk Cousins to say that, you know, it's a pretty good sign that In reality, he, he, you know, he's a humble quarterback. But at the end of the game, he still put up 300 yards couple touchdowns, and you know, he, he did a great job, right? So it shows that he sees adversity, he's humble, but he's not stopped by it, and he's somebody that can overcome mistakes and, and make some points and win some games, and this is a guy, or this is a type of person that we want on the Broncos, realistically, so maybe this could be a great option for us in the offseason, fingers crossed. Um, but that's enough of, of that, let's go here and talk about the, uh, the Kansas City game, um, I won't go over the coaches, who they are and all that, we have done that before for the week 8 game so if you want to hear about that. You know, just listen to our old podcast here against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Andy Reid, like I said, is sitting Alex Smith. I'm sure there's going to be a number of starters on this team that will be sitting in this matchup. I just don't know who yet. Um, some of them might be game day. Some might be, you know, won't even be released until the, you know, towards the end of the week. But nevertheless, I think mean, it's a game where a lot of players are going to get evaluated. A lot of stars are going to rest for the Chiefs as they move on into the playoffs after winning this division. And so, you know, there's, there's great opportunity here for the Broncos to capitalize on this. Um, I don't think the Broncos are going to be Sitting anybody important um, opposed to Brock Osweiler as I said Paxton Lynch will be making the starts. so you know that might be the only change we see might be a good change might not do anything different than we've seen all year there hasn't been really anything promising of Paxton Lynch you know at, at all throughout the season so we're going to see what happens but it's going to be a very very interesting matchup. Uh, the Chiefs, they're a pretty interesting team offensively. They rank in the top 10 for a number of categories, um, and they're very dynamic. They're a team that can run the ball effectively, and they can pass very well, too. They're a bit different in the sense that they don't have a strict number one receiver. Um, they don't have a lot of, well, I mean, they have a lot of, but they don't, Base their offense on strictly passing from the pocket gaining some yards and and meticulously moving on the field They're a bit more gimmicky. They're a bit more explosive They like to keep a defense you know on their heels with a number of different Formations and looks and and who gets the ball at any given time so a lot of things can happen with this Chiefs offense They're very dynamic but the Broncos' defense is outstanding. The only uh, metrics they really do poorly in is points per game and the turnover situation. Points per game, it's affected by the couple games that you know they were scored like you know 30, 40 points on, so it kind of skews the results. But for the turnovers, though, this has been an issue all year. Broncos' defense has not been able to garner many turnovers. It's been uh, quite a struggle, really. You know, we're ranking in the bottom six, seven teams of the league in terms of uh, turnovers on defense. Whereas the Chiefs offense, they're ranked in the top two, top three teams in terms of turnovers. They don't turn the ball over at all. Alex Smith Very safe with the ball throughout the year. Kareem Hunt, very safe with the ball. All the receiving, everything. They're they're really good at this turnover thing. So I don't expect the Broncos defense to necessarily get a lot of turnovers from this team unless Patrick Mahomes turns into, you know, a gunslinging unsafe sort of quarterback. We don't know what's going to happen. We haven't seen him yet. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup. The the Chiefs' offense will struggle to move against the Broncos' defense just based on the Broncos' defense talent. But I do think the Chiefs' offense has a slight advantage. Um, So we're going to see what, what that leads to, all depending on how Patrick Mahomes performs, really on the other side of the ball uh, the Broncos offense, I mean there's no point in rehashing this, its it's been a struggle all year, we're ranking at the bottom you know, six teams for the majority of the, the categories I keep track of, the statistics I keep track of and the Chiefs defense, you know, they're also not that good, they, uh, they're ranked 28th in yards per game um, they're ranked at the 29th in running touchdowns per game, so you know, it's pretty easy to score a ranked touchdown against them, they're not good at stopping momentum on a team, um, you know, there, there's a lot lot of things they struggle against. They allow 20, uh, 40% of their third down conversions. There's just A lot of things aren't really good. So it bodes well for the Broncos running game, I think. I think C.J. Anderson should have a really good game. Devontae Booker as well. I think these guys should be able to perform quite well against this Chiefs uh, defense. And the other thing, too, I want to say is that the Broncos' offense, you know, we're talking about turnovers here. The Broncos' offense is not very good with the turnovers. Uh, we're ranked number 31 in the entire league in terms of the uh, the, the give-and-take ratio, the, the turnover difference. Um, we have a negative 16 turnover difference, which is really, really bad. Uh, the the team worse than us is the Browns, and they're sitting, I think, like 28, negative 28, so they're, they're porous, and we're, we're not... We're a bit far behind, like far, you know, after them, but still not good. Um, so it's something that we struggle a lot with. And the Chiefs' defense is again really good with turnovers. Uh, they're able to secure interceptions and fumbles, uh, and and they're really effective in terms of getting that ball away from us. So we we might expect to see, as we've seen all year, one or two interceptions, a fumble here and there, a lot of these missed opportunities, and, and, and not keeping the ball safe. It's gonna be interesting to see. I know it's you know. It's a pain to hear, and I'm a bit of a bearer of bad news, but um, it's, it's how I expect to see this game go. Um, both teams are pretty well matched up, though, and I think it should still remain a, a closely fought game for that first half. And then in the second half, whoever has the momentum is going to take off. Um, Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, was the best quarterback coming out of this draft. Um, I'm not a GM or a scout or anything. There's a lot of information I don't know, but based on my my initial looks at him and what I've heard people talk about him, I think he's a he's going to be an excellent excellent quarterback for years to come. So it's going to be interesting to see how he performs. Hopefully Hopefully the Broncos can come, come out and and you know quiet down his uh, his hype a little bit. That'd be pretty cool to watch as well and see how this kid bounces back. But that's uh, that's about it. I have to say about the uh, Chiefs and Broncos game. Um, unfortunately, I do think the Chiefs are going to win. I think it's going to be close to a. Maybe a 24-13 game here for the Chiefs. They they will find a way to move the ball, um, and all depending on you know who's playing, right? We don't know. Maybe they're going to sit their entire starting offense. We don't know what's going to happen, uh, but I, I do expect the Chiefs to come out with a win here. They are playing in in a in a pivotal game here going into the playoffs. by the same time, it's a resting game, so you know we don't know what's going to happen. I th- I still think it will be a bit tight with these two young quarterbacks going back head to head. Um, and, you know, maybe expect a couple turnovers from both sides of the ball, a couple of mental mistakes, but it would be pretty uh, pretty interesting game to watch nonetheless. So for one last time, guys, thank you so much for listening to us all year. It means the absolute world to me to, to be able to bring this podcast to you. Unfortunately, the season, you know, it didn't go the way we wanted to. Um, out of our control as well, which is really frustrating. We never like seeing our team <clears throat> lose, you know, back to back like this. It, it gets very challenging. Um, really hard for you know for the fan base to, to stay on top of your team and, and and love them so much. But I really applaud all you fans who just stuck with the Broncos all year and you're gonna continue to stick with them. That's what true fandom is about. It's about an emotional love for a team that you just can't get rid of. It's unconditional almost. You can be as frustrated, as pissed off at anything that they do, but at the end of the day, there's just something about that orange that you just can't stop loving and I I really applaud you for sticking through it next year will be looking to be a lot promising these veteran franchises these people that have a lot of experience in the league they don't like losing and they don't lose for long one bad year does not tarnish a legacy or does not how can I say uh, approve that something is bad you know we we often base A team's future on their immediate past and this immediate past is not really good representation of who this Broncos organization is You know what the team's about so really expect to see a big change this offseason keep your chins up It's gonna get a lot better Um, You know this just means we're gonna get a pretty good draft pick this year That's gonna make our team that much better. So guys that's it. That's all and for one last time Let's bring it out with the mad fanatic mind